Hello everyone and welcome to Living La Belle Vie with me, your host, Monday Young, your expert expat life coach. So today we're going to be talking about going from student to citizen. Well, this is this show will be for those expats out there in France studying, thinking about how can I stay. So today we're talking to psychologist and um, ex-colleague, client, and friend of mine, uh, Fernanda Xavier. So Xavier, Fernanda is someone I have known for a long time now. It's been over 10 years, I yes. think. Yes. Yeah. I think over 10 years. And today we're just going to be discussing a bit about her journey from student to having French nationality and also working, you know, to... to to start actually working full-time in the French culture, which is different from work when you're a student to actually going, you know, into your profession and finding your place. So welcome, Fernanda. Thank, Thank you, you. For, <laughs> for letting me interview today. I'm just going to start off by asking you, why did you come to Paris? What made you decide to come to study in Paris? Okay, so uh, I was in Brazil. I was not that fresh out of college but like just out of college and um, I was starting to work but I always wanted to to live abroad yeah and uh, France was a great place to study psychoanalysis okay and I have I had a couple of friends that were here and I just figured either I I would do it right now and then at the time or life would just start and I would never, never get the opportunity again. Yes, as a psychologist, you have clients and you yeah. cannot move anymore. You start yeah. having a life. You get yeah. married, you have kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know how that changes everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so your initial reason for coming is because you heard it's the best place to study for a psychoanalysis was in Paris. Yes, that was... I, yeah, that was my idea. I study mostly Lacan, which was based here and yeah. all the teachers the best teachers were here so it was the best place to it was come the best choice okay and let's be honest when somebody says that the best <laughs> place is paris, paris <laughs> do you want to go to paris oh god yeah. hmm. <laughs> let me think <laughs> well I, I would learn that it was not so glamorous at the end like yeah. it's hard to live in paris <laughs> yes it is <laughs> we're gonna get into that um so you know, before you arrived in France, how did you, did you do anything to prepare to enter the French culture? How did you get yourself ready for that transition? Because I know it must be, were all your courses going to be in French? Yes. Okay. So how did you prepare yourself for that? So I did start learning French. So I did a, a year of uh, French classes, which was intense because I used to go to French classes, I don't know, four or five times uh, a week. Yeah, that's great. Yes. For a year, that's yeah, that's that's pretty good. Well, but I, I didn't speak any French when yeah. I decided to come. So, and we were uh, a class of 30 or 30 something students. We all came to France. So it was a class of people that wanted to come to France. Okay. So we wanted to learn to be able to, to arrive in France. Friends and live a little bit. So yeah. we did this. And the teacher was also Parisian. It was a Parisian that was living in Brazil at the time. Okay. So she would tell to us that 
she will tell us how to how to live and she will give us tips of Things how to, to yeah how to mingle and she did. which were they useful or like were sometimes, they good tips sometimes yes sometimes not but but she tried to give you some insight into the culture she did she did she gave us some insight and she gave us some reality which we as anyone that is trying to go to another country, you just ignore it. Like, yeah, it's not going to be hard. Like, I'm going to yeah. just figure it out. Yeah, it's going to be fine. <laughs> like, yeah, no. <laughs> okay, so, but what was it like studying in France? What were, what were the good things? What were the bad things? And culturally for you, how is it different from studying in Brazil? So the good things, I have to say, was teachers i still love them there oh my god they know so much <laughs> teachers here in france yes yeah at okay. least my teachers it was okay. mind-blowing like how much i learned <laughs> it was and it was in french so i didn't yeah. get at the nowadays i speak good french but at yeah. the beginning i understood i don't know maybe a quarter of the word they were saying <laughs> yeah. and it was still a lot and yeah. they um uh, I don't know if I can say for everyone, but my my colleagues, colleagues in your class, in my class, yeah, they were also dedicated. We were not that dedicated in Brazil. Right. It was like you ask a question and your teacher just go like, "That's a great question. You're gonna do an expose next week and gonna teach us all about your question." And you're just like, "Oh, oh. God!" I thought she was gonna answer it. I'm like I have to answer it. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah. actually, so yeah, you really found them to be really professional, interesting, and you learned a lot. Yes. So it was a little bit more relaxed in Brazil. It was, it was a, a little more uh, schoolish, I guess. Like we yeah, were more passive. Yeah. We were more passive. And in France, we were way more active. So I did learn how to do research for myself. And if I have a question and actually think the teacher were uh, open-minded so we we did have discussions and thinking process and I don't agree with that okay so you don't agree but why don't you agree so you have to yeah so they they made you sort of answer your own questions to go and find the answers and to really search in yourself for yes. what you were looking for yes I guess preparing for uh for being a professional because yeah. at the end when you are professional you have you always have to keep learning and sure? you need to learn how to find the answers to your questions. Yeah. So is there is there anything that you wish you would have done before you arrived and started studying? Before I was studying, I should have done French lessons like every day <laughs> all the time. <laughs> when you did your year, you probably felt pretty good, right? Like, I'm ready for this. I thought it was super ready. <laughs> I remember a French teacher telling us, like, you guys are not speaking French. And we are all like, of course we are. Like, we are super good in French. Oh, my God. I remember three-year-olds correcting me. Like, no. Nope. They're <laughs> like, no, madame. What? Or people looking at you like, what? Are you what, are you talking? Talking? what are you saying? <laughs> articulate. They love saying that, like, Articulate. I'm articulating. <laughs> Anyways. Yes, I know. You know, you're like one syllable off. You're like, I think I'm saying this correctly. And they're like, yeah, no. Not really. No. 
Yeah, I've, I've had that experience. Um, Maybe in the apartment too. The apartment was very yes, gorgeous. Yes, I think that's something we all underestimate is how difficult it is to find an apartment in France. So any of you students out there thinking who might be listening to this, thinking about coming to Paris, you need to really understand the process of getting an apartment. One, uh, they go fast. Yes. You don't visit an apartment. I don't know how it is. Where I, whatever you are, whatever I was, it was like I visit. It's like, I don't like this. Like, no, I'm going to see another one. There's no, no. Other one. There's no other one. And when you go out of the thing, there's a line of people saying, and they all come and they, yeah. they put their dossier. Which, yeah, their file. In France, you uh, have to come with a file ready to rent the place like today. Yeah. Yeah. I have people that did motivations letters for why you want that apartment. apartment. Yeah. No, it's serious business. So just, just so you know, you know, if you're finding an apartment in Paris, you need to be prepared. You need to be ready to say yes the moment you see the place because you're going to have, there's so much demand. If you have a friend that it's leaving their apartment, take it. <laughs> Don't think about it. <laughs> take it. <laughs> like, I'll live there. Like... <laughs> Exactly. Take it. Take it. It's the only thing I can tell you. Like, because you find an apartment later, but like having a place to live can be pretty stressful when you don't. Yeah. And because here it's not like, you know, you have to have what they call, um, uh, some, yeah. And Garon, which is someone like you in the States, you know, for us, it's normally you have this person, if you're taking out a loan to buy a house, you know, someone who's like, if you don't pay your loan, this person will pay it. But in here, that's like for your rent. They're like, they want to guarantee from someone else that if you don't pay your rent, that this person is going to pay it. Yeah. And who you ask about that? Yeah. <laughs> Think about it yeah. because you will need to do it. You will need to do it. It'll need to be someone who earns three times more than your rent. Yes. Yeah. And that is, It is willing to say that they're gonna pay your rent. Yeah. So I don't know. Normally you have to take what? the responsibility if you happen to be, you know, broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which you probably get broke at some, some point, point in Paris. You're in Paris. <laughs> yes. So yeah. Yeah. So that's huge. So that's something to really think about. Okay. So and what things were were bad? What things did you have a hard time integrating when you were studying? What was the hardest part? Uh, writing, the way of writing was very hard because uh, the logical was different from the way we write in Brazil. Like we can do, uh, we talk about something and then we talk about something else and then we come back to the first subject and in France you go from subject A to B to C to a conclusion. It's very clean and well, I had to start writing and In another the in way. a different way, way, yeah. Which means you're thinking in a different way. Exactly. Because like, the communication style is completely different. Yes. Yeah. So well, but it's also very interesting. They're very precise about yeah. what they're saying. Mm, so you mm. learn not to be vague. Vague is not a, a style. It's like vague is like you don't know what you're talking. Okay, so while you were studying, how did you support yourself? How did you, because Paris is a very expensive city, um, how, how did you support yourself while you were studying? 
I mean, I know the answer to this. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say, like, I work for you. <laughs> yeah. I had a series of small jobs that started with uh, babysitting, as I think most people do yeah. when, they, when they start. And mm -hmm. when you are a psychologist, parents are very happy. Yeah, you okay. are the person that's taking care of their kids. Yeah, so if you're something. here studying psychology, yes. <laughs> that's a good one, yeah. Yeah. Well, but then, Paris, I wanted to earn more money. So, yeah, so yeah a series of small jobs. Uh, I waited tables a, a little bit. But then I, I started working for you pretty soon. So. Yeah, so, for, so me and Fernando used to work together when I lived in Paris. And I owned an apartment management company here. She was my assistant for, I don't know, five years or something? Yeah. It was long. It was long. Yeah. It was a nice long. job. It was <laughs> nice boss. Yeah, it was a good time. That was, yeah. yeah that was like was... the beginning. You were just fresh, you know, fresh from Brazil and, you know. <laughs> yes, it, was a, it, it was a good job uh, to do with, uh, with the studies because it was, most of all, it was in English most of the time. Yes. Even though yes. I had to speak some French. And uh, it was nice. I got to meet a lot of, uh, meet to know a lot of places in Paris because yeah. the apartments were, were all over. Yeah. And as we were saying before, finding an apartment is not an easy thing. So I was start to know the the quartiers and what was going on. So that was good too. Yeah. Okay. And did you feel like you were able to earn enough to to be able to like go out and eat out and? Was it was it financially straining in the beginning, or how did you survive? You know, in this expensive sort of city as a student, it was training, straining. I don't know how else I survived. <laughs> I did. I did manage to uh, to have enough money to to do things. I actually managed to have enough money to pay taxes. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you're like, oh, I actually owe the government something. Like, wow, I made that much. <laughs> I had I had student friends that never pay taxes. They were like, you pay taxes. I pay taxes. So yes. yes. So so yeah. So after so how long did you actually study? How long were you studying here for? Were you doing a master's? I did my master's. So. The beginning, I thought I was going to my master's in one year because I wanted to do pretty fast. Insane. <laughs> so I actually end up doing my master's in three years. Okay. Which in France normally is two years, so I have one extra year for writing. And then I start uh, my PhD. Okay. So I did my PhD for a couple of years, but by... The middle of my PhD, uh, I decided that the, I was only studying to stay in France because what I really wanted to do is okay. work. I was already working and I was, you do you a PhD, yeah, yeah, you do a PhD when you basically, when you want to teach and right. I did not want to teach and I did not want to teach in French. Yeah. Like, I need to know so much more. more. Yeah, and sure. I was, and your writing would probably have to be perfect. Yes, yeah. and as I was saying, my teachers were brilliant. I was yeah. like, I'm, hey, I'm good, but I'm not brilliant <laughs> yet. Yeah. So, I so, so after three years of doing your master's, that's when you decided, I want to stay in France, or I would like to stay in France longer? 
Oh, it was a process. Yeah. Uh, I would decide every year that I was going to stay in France and every middle of the year I would think that like, no, this year I'll come back home. Like, it's too hard. Uh, yeah. It was pretty hard. So, and I wanted to start working. So I did not had, uh, yeah. I had a student visa. So, it, I so how often did you, as a Brazilian, did you have to renew your visa? So every you got, year. Every year. Okay. And so you had to get... So you got, before you came, you had to get a one-year student visa, and then every year you had to renew that visa. Every year I have to renew that visa. And was that complicated? Yes. <laughs> Telling you, not lying to anyone, it was complicated. And I think it still is. Yeah. So you have all the... So even if you've done it before and they know who you are, it doesn't, the renewal process is not easier? No. Well, at the end, I did learn stuff that would be like, way more interesting in the beginning so I did learn that when you do a PhD if your uh, director tells when it's the end so let's say the PhD is supposed to take four years right he can give you a paper at the beginning of your studies saying it's gonna take four, four years. years so you get a visa for four, four years. years yeah okay so let's make sure you know Give yourself enough time to make decisions. Like, don't just say a year and then it, you end up needing two because then it's going to be more complicated. Well, it's if you do uh, in a year base, it's going to be every time you enroll in college, you start the process again. So, but you do have to have a teacher willing to say. So normally, uh, at the first year, I don't think they give you this paper because it's the first year of PhD. A lot yeah. of people drop out. Uh, but if you come in with a scholarship, right. normally you have this already in mm -hmm. your papers. So you should, uh, I guess, the best uh, tip that I can give is go to the website of the French government. Yeah, They have uh, all the, the ways that you can get your visa. Yeah. And be sure to read the fine print because that's where you're probably going to find your case. Right. And then you can have a, a visa that is a little longer. Yeah. Because that has to be quite taxing to have. Because a year goes quick. Yes. Yeah. And to do that all over again. And was it an expensive process or is it totally free to renew your visa? No, it's not totally free, but it was, it was not super, well, it was expensive. I don't remember anymore. It's been so long. At the end, you have your visa. You... Yeah. So what tips would you give people... Um, who are looking to work while studying in Paris? At the beginning, what I used to do is everyone that I would meet, I would say that I was looking for an apartment and I was looking for a job. <laughs> and I would just put myself out there because I really need it. Yeah. So, yeah. so you just told anyone who would listen that you're looking for... Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> Well, and, and we were invited for a, a couple of parties, and uh, we were around 30 from a French class that came. Oh, yeah, okay, that's right. You, it was a group. We were a group, but I would mostly advise, because what I did is every time that a Brazilian and a French asked me to do something, I would always go with the French people that I would not know, yeah. because I needed to... To integrate. To integrate. Yeah. And you can very easily uh, get into a bubble where you only speak your language. And mm. when you meet your friends, they will help you. 
But at the same time... They're not French. And no. you're not really integrating. So yeah, yeah. to integrate, you need to prepare yourself to have some hard times. But yeah, they yeah. will pass. Yes, yes. Sometimes it doesn't seem like it, but they do. They do. They do, they pass. do. So one of your so your tip would to be just tell every single person who will listen you're looking for a job and looking for an apartment. Look for it. Uh, what I would say is mostly if you're planning and you're really planning, make a list. What what do you know? What do you know how to do? What what are you willing to do? Because I did small jobs, but I have friends that did not want to do small jobs, so yeah. they found something else. But you need to set up your mind, know your what you know, what you don't know how to do, what you're willing, what you're not willing. Make a good CV. Make it in French. Yeah. Yeah. Make a French friend, correct it. Yeah, and, and a letter, uh, a, motivation, motivation, a motivation letter. letter. <laughs> Do a yes, motivation letter. letter. If you yes. have a French teacher... <laughs> That's the moment you should do your, your motivation, motivation letter, letter because yeah. it has, like we said, a logical way of doing structure, it. Yeah. It has a, a particular structure, and it takes some getting used to it. Yeah, and there's and there's and there's certain sort of, you know, those standard lines that you have to say in at the end because French politeness is a lot more in written form. Yes. Then in speaking form. So that's something for, you know, anybody who's, you know, looking to, even in your student life, your professional life, writing in French is a lot more complicated than speaking. Yes. And the motivation letter, you will need it for almost everything. Yeah. I guess everything. And almost everything. <laughs> I think I needed one even for your a bank apparently. at one point. <laughs> so you get used to it, but it's important. And, well... If you want to stand out, you need to have a good motivation letter. Yeah. Okay. So that's... Uh... All right. So when did you know, we talked a little bit about it, but you know, that you went back and forth about if you wanted to stay in, in Paris, if you wanted to go back to Brazil, but when was the definite moment where you were like, okay, I've been here now for five years. When did you decide to think about you wanted to become a French citizen? Uh, I guess that would have to be... Uh, it was about the time that I decided that I was going to stop my PhD. Very hard thing to do, stop something like this. Yeah, And sure. when I decided that, I was preparing to go to Brazil for vacation. But my visa was about to expire. So I went to ask for a travel permit and i met this most awful woman ever <laughs> i thought you were gonna say this most awesome woman no, this most no awful she woman. was awful and she said to me that uh, i could not get out of france without uh, a carte séjour and i was like but everything's paid and i've been living here for a while yeah. so and she said like if you go and your visa expire when you come back we can say no and you will not be able to come back. And well, that was a lot in that story that I'm not gonna enter it. <laughs> but um, when she said that, I said, "Oh my God, they can actually say to me like, you, you can, can never come back. back." Yeah. And I said, "But my because you get so comfortable. It's like your whole life is there. You've been there for so long. You think like this is my life now." And they're like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> That's like how 
have no right. And I was like, oh my... And I remember saying that, like, my whole life is here. And then I was like, oh, my whole life is here. So I was like, okay, it's time to set up your mind, do a dossier, and become a citizen. Yeah, so when did. can you apply to be a citizen? It's like, as, it's as, like the visa. You have a lot of cases. It depends where you come It's like five years, from. right? I think. Uh, I think there are there were. I don't know how it is because it changed. It depends so on where you come from, too. Where you come from? Yeah. Uh, which kind of studies are you doing? Because I know that some kinds of studies it can be only three years or four years, but normally it's five years in yeah. France, yeah. living five years directly yeah. in France yeah. without coming back. For Going more than, back and forth, yeah. For more than six months, I guess. Okay. And um, you have to speak French. They, they're pretty reasonable. Like, you have yeah. to speak French. Yeah, makes six, sense. Like, to make citizen, <laughs> it seems, you know. No, normal. <laughs> it's normal. Yeah. yeah. Have to know a little, French, a, little, a little bit of French and French culture. Uh, I had on my taxes. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a, a dossier, like everything. Like everything else. And so how long did that process take? For me, it took a year and a half. It took a year and a half. Yeah, it took me about two years. It's long. So you have to be patient. It's not going to happen overnight. No. No. Well, it's not a decision that you take lightly. Yeah. I, yeah. I figured that when I did it. It took me... I, when I asked, I think I... Could have had already done it for like two years, and yeah. everybody was like, "Why you just don't do it?" I'm like, mm, "I don't know if I really want to be yeah. French." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I realized that I already was. So, when someone is thinking going from student to citizen, what would you say are three essential things to know? That your life as a citizen is not your life as a student. Yeah. So it's gonna change. It's gonna change. Yeah. And because I thought that I would all the administration and bureaucratical stuff will be like, Easy. okay, now I'm done with this. No, you're Never not. Done. Now you're a citizen. <laughs> so you have no, like everything that you knew before, yes, now it's different. But you still have <laughs> to do, do it. it. <laughs> yeah, so the administration doesn't stop. Doesn't stop ever. Yeah. yeah. You should be aware. If you try to compare yourself to your friends, and family that stay in their own country, mm. you will always feel like you're behind. You're behind, but you're not behind. You just started. Yeah, you're something. starting a new life over again. And if it takes you did, time. it takes time. If you mm. did not have already, maybe you already have contacts and friends. Yeah, great. But if you don't, you have to make your contacts. You have to start a new life. So. It does take you a you little You gotta bit put longer. yourself out there. Yeah. But at the same time, you will be stronger. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, that is so great. Well, Fernanda, thank you so much for sharing with us your journey from student to citizen. And I really hope that that was useful for everybody here today. Um, you will be able to find on the website all the details for Fernanda, that her LinkedIn page, her website. So... If you're looking for a psychologist who has had that expat experience and can relate and uh, you need someone who can maybe help you with that, um, all her contact details will be on the website of WRP. Well, I thank you all for listening and we'll see you next month.